you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And my guest today is Amy Wilson. Couldn't screw that one up. Okay. (laughs) I get some people on with names that are like, okay, can you pronounce that for me, please? Um, so anyways, I shouldn't go down that line. Okay. Um, Amy, Amy is a board certified geriatric pharmacist. And I don't know about anybody else, but I had to ask what that was because I was not familiar with it. And she can tell us a little bit about that. Um, she is also a certified fitness professional and a certified nutrition coach. Using the faster way to fat loss platform. Are you still doing that too? I am. Yep. That is my, that is my main, that's my other full-time job. I would say is that a nutrition coach and pharmacist. So two full-time jobs. Okay. Good, 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 good. Um, And you are disrupting the diet industry and helping her clients take their health back. Um, and then I like one other sentence that was on here, which is that your mission is to empower and equip your clients to take charge of their health and find balance in their lives. Yes. Which I think is what everyone would like. Not ev- oh, not all of us know exactly how to get there. Oh, I think so. I think um, especially with diet, with nutrition, with all the things that are going on in your life, it's, it's trying to find that happy medium that's where you're not feeling like you're pulled in different directions and just overwhelmed and yeah, definitely finding that balance and missing something. I think that's the other thing that goes along with that is that then everybody thinks they're missing. Oh, the fear of missing something. out or FOMO is huge. It, it yeah. is. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Or missing that one thing that's going to mm-hmm. make them feel better. Yeah. Which, which honestly, we can get into this a little bit more is that (laughs) it really comes, it really comes into fitness and nutrition. Those are the key elements to age backwards is the key elements as we are older in our fifties to, to be where we want to be, whether it's lose some inches. Cause I'm not going to say lose weight. Cause I absolutely hate the scale and we can get into that too, but it's yeah. to lose inches, to lose body fat and to gain muscle. And once you have that balance in your health, everything uh-huh. else seems to fall into place. Funny how that works, huh? It really, it, it really yeah. is. You ever notice? Cause you notice when things like I was talking to yeah. one of my clients today, she's like, if, if it wasn't for the way I feel, I wouldn't have jumped <laughs> off to this, this project that she's doing, which is phenomenal. And I said, isn't that interesting? I said, it wasn't because you lost weight. It's because the energy that you have, it's because of how you yeah. feel is because you have this extra uh, energy and feel this amazing self-confidence that came with that, that you're like, Hey, mm. I can do this project. Something I thought mm-hmm. I'd never be able to do, but because I feel good, I'm, I'm, I'm feeding my body or fueling my body with good stuff that I have this energy that I'm stronger than I thought I was. 
and mm-hmm. things just kind of go into a positive cyclic effect. It snowballs. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the opposite, and it, you can do the opposite yeah. too. It can snowball negatively if we start, yeah. if we yeah. don't eat right, if we don't move our body, if we have chronic inflammation, mm. and you can snowball and go downhill the other way too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that can happen so fast that you don't even realize that it's happened. It happens so fast that we were talking about this earlier is that yeah. You don't get a diagnosis of diabetes. You don't get a diagnosis of hypertension overnight. You don't. It builds up. Yes. In our twenties and thirties, we might be a little bit more resilient, but that chronic inflammation that causes some of these conditions builds up, builds up, builds up until you finally hit a tipping point and your body says, Mm-mm, nope, not doing it anymore. And all of a sudden you have this chronic illness disease. But what we keep forgetting is, is that that's not the stopping point. Mm. You can either get worse or you can take your power that you absolutely have and light a flame, ignite whatever you want to do and Mm -hmm. start to reverse that disease. Anybody can do it. There are certain, there are certain conditions that you may not be able to go fully back into remission, Mm. but you surely can get better. And that, especially with prediabetes, especially with hypertension, mm-hmm. those are, and, and even diabetes too, if, it, if it's not type one, a, a juvenile right. onset, if it's, if it's adult onset, you can mm-hmm. reverse, you can get better. Same with blood pressure. You mm-hmm. can reverse, yes. you can get better yes. and prevent other things from happening down the line. That's the problem is that we start with one chronic illness and then it goes to another chronic illness and another chronic mm-hmm. illness. And now, and, and I'm a, I'm a pharmacist who doesn't want you on medication. I'm a pharmacist who does not want you in my, in my nursing homes. And that is what I'm seeing. I am seeing thirties tw- and forties and fifties and six year olds in my nursing homes, not eighties and nineties. And it's due to a lot of its lifestyle. A lot of it is mm-hmm. eating poor nutrition, not moving Uh their body. So now we're looking at diabetes. And when we get diabetes, now we're looking at renal failure or kidney failure. Now we're looking Mm -hmm. at losing Mm -hmm. limbs, losing eyesight, losing Mm -hmm. feeling in your, in your feet and your fingertips. Ah, okay. And then, then we got hypertension, high blood pressure. We have high cholesterol. Then we're looking at strokes, heart attacks. And, mm. and it's, it just, it just goes on and on where we can, if we say, Hey, I'm not going to live this life. This is not for me and start working on our health. And I'm not saying diet. I absolutely hate dieting. Dieting doesn't mm-hmm. work. Counting calories mm-hmm. doesn't work. Actually counting calories got us in this mess in the first place. Eating diet food got us in this mess in the first place, because that stuff is loaded with chemicals. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to call out some certain, you know, that is the lean cuisines. That's your healthy choice. That's your, that is your process. Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers who just went with Wagovi and, and Ozempic just did a partnership with that. So now they're going to be doing, Oh my God. Now they're going to be doing medication. (gasps) Oh no. Instead of focusing on food. And my problem with Weight Watchers is too, is that your weight is not, What's what matters when you lose weight, mm-hmm. all it's saying is what your gravity pull is on this earth. It's not telling you that you're losing fat. It's not telling you yeah. 
what you're losing. And more than likely, if you're starving yourself, you are losing muscle. And as we age, we need all the muscle we can get because muscle is our fountain of youth. Muscle is Mm -hmm. what's going to keep us out of those nursing homes. Muscle is what's going to keep you healthy. It's going to keep you from um, having major injury. It's going to keep you being able to keep up with your grandkids or, or just life in general, bringing groceries Mm -hmm. in, putting groceries up, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. uh, traveling and taking that overhead or that bag or in the overhead bin, just doing those life things that we should be able to do. We're not meant to get frail. We're not meant to get weak. We're meant to keep thriving no matter what age we are. And I don't know why we give up after 50. I don't know why we think that we have to just slow down and we'll just get the rocking chair and I earned this. Well, okay. You don't need to stop. Yeah. You may not earn, earn the earn. You earn the right to not do the hustle and the bustle anymore, but that doesn't mean you don't, you earn the right to sit. You now need to be even more active than you were in your twenties and thirties. Now Mm. you really need to develop that muscle. Now you really need to watch um, and get, not really watch what you eat, but get that nutrition in eat. Right. And that doesn't mean keto. That doesn't mean whatever fat is. That means learning how to eat protein, learning how to eat carbohydrates, learning how to eat fat. What it does mean is getting rid of processed food or ultra processed food, which is the prepackaged stuff, which is the convenient stuff. And that is hard. That is hard. And, but the reward to learn how to do that and the reward of how you feel is just crazy on how good and how much energy, and you can actually feel better now, 50s, 60s, 70s than you did in your thirties and forties. How amazing Mm -hmm. is that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, particularly if (laughs) what came to mind is if you think about a lot of us that are fifties or older, I mean, I'm older than that. But um, that a lot of us grew up doing things that we shouldn't have been doing for our health (laughs) 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 to be nice about it. (laughs) And I include myself on that list. I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, just myself, you know, Um, and that that's what I think is so interesting is because so many of that age group now are like, oh, yes, well, now we have to get healthy. It's like, well, yeah, even more so for us. <laughs> even even more so because now, you know, I won't say time isn't on our side because I think time is on our side. Time is where we can yeah. now start working. We now have the time to take care of ourselves. We now yeah. have the time to learn how to eat. We now have the time to learn how to lift weights and exercise. And here's the thing, though. It doesn't take a lot of time. And that's where I think people get caught up on. They're like, oh, I don't have 90 minutes a day to work out. You don't have to, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Can you Uh start lifting weights two to three times a week? Because muscle is your metabolism. Muscle is what's going to keep you young. It's what's going to keep you fit. And that's what we need. Mm -hmm. Not the number on the scale. Who cares about that? Let's get some muscle. And that is what's going to make you feel amazing. So, right. and you, ha- and it does it take time to build muscle. It does, uh-huh. but why not start now? Why wait? Why wait? Why wait till you go to the doctor's office and the doctor says, you know, I'm looking over at your charts and your blood work didn't come back very good. And then what I hate the most is that they say, I think you need to drop about 10 to 15 pounds 
Okay. How? Oh, well, you know, just cut carbs or they don't tell you anything at all, which is just BS, but they they don't know. They're not hand you a diet or they say, well, this is what I'm doing right now. And here's, here's what you have to realize is that, that doctors are not nutritionists. Doctors don't get much, just as they, just as they don't get much pharmacy training and medication training in school, they get even less in nutrition. So to think that they're going to prescribe you something is, is, is not, and is, is it going to be right? More than likely not. I was just talking to um, a client whose doctor had first told them, you just need to cut carbs and don't eat much protein and say below, below 1200 calories. Well, no, no, that is the worst advice ever. Worst advice ever. So if it does, if it sounds weird, if it sounds like, you know, a program that says it's too good to be true, or someone says it's just melting off, or I got to do supplements or shakes and it's not real food, walk away. Mm. Seriously, walk away because all it is, is setting up for us. It's setting us up for disease. That's all it's doing. And to lose weight Mm -hmm. rapidly in our age group, is not a good yeah. thing because we're losing muscle and our age group. Like I'm going to keep saying muscle is what we need. We need fuel. Yeah. We need good fuel. And that good fuel is going to help keep our brains healthy. That good fuel is going to get our muscle going. That good fuel is going to help reverse and prevent disease. Yeah. It's going to keep our bones strong. Bone strong. Yeah. That's all, huge. all of that, you know, it's going to keep our, our, our it's going to help with depression and anxiety too. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we do know that we, we, we are now looking at certain things with nutrition with, and gut health with mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and dementia. Yeah. When you eat well, you sleep better. And that's also being triggered to depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's, dementia. So thinking that we used to wear no sleep with a badge of honor, it's like, oh, I got two, three hours of sleep. Great. I can function. No, you need that seven to nine hours. That seven to nine hours is crucial. And it's also crucial for that muscle building. So don't wear that with a badge of honor and be okay about getting some sleep because that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, the other thing that happens when we get to that age, fifties, right. And and a little older is that our parents, excuse me, are living longer. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start needing us and you get mm-hmm. the phone calls in the middle of the night, come over, I fell or mm-hmm. come over, I can't do this or, you know, da, 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 da. Um, and that, that was a killer for me, boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about not getting any sleep, Yeah, working full time and going, you know, take care of my mom. Oh. Yeah. And, and I, t- and I always tell people, it's like, you have, you, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you are not taking care of yourself, if you are not eating correctly, if you are not moving your body so that you can have energy, how can you take care of somebody else? So yeah. maybe that other person's not going to listen to you. Maybe that other person's not going to be like, I'm not going to get healthy, blah, blah, blah. But you have the opportunity to make sure that you are not that person in 20 years, 30 years, that you're yeah. able in 20, 30 years to yeah. be, like I said, I said before, I'm like, I want to be Betty White. I want to be William Shatner. I want to be yeah. Carol, Bur- Carol Burnett, 90 some years old and thriving, not frail. Mm-hmm. They don't look frail. They're still active. 
that's that's what I want. Dick Van Dyke, still working out, still tap dancing. That's what that's what I want. And there's mm-hmm. no reason that we cannot have that. Right. Mm-hmm. Does it take time? Yes. Do you maybe need to get help, such as a coach? Absolutely. Is it a is it is it a waste to ever learn something? No. Right. Is it a waste to take care of yourself? No. And I think some people don't want to, or I'm not even saying investment. Some people just don't want to invest in that, but that is, yeah. it's, it's health. It's keeping yourself out of a place. That's not a home. It's say, keeping yourself right. independent, independence. Independence is, is crucial. I think most of us want to live independently. We don't want to have to rely mm-hmm. on somebody else. Mm-hmm. We want to be with friends. Yes. We want, we want to go out and have fun. Yes. But we don't want to be independent on somebody to come and take care of us. Right. Right. Oh, no, exactly. Exactly. And there are, you know, don't, I don't want everybody to get us totally wrong here. We're not saying that every place where people who are in their eighties have gone is, is the regular stereotypic rest home no there's some nice there are a lot of of nice ones yeah where you've got your own home you've got your own condo or whatever you know or your own space and you want to you eat their meals that's fine if you want to make your own yeah that's fine you know and they've got social stuff going on and trips and Oh yeah. And that's, those are, and those are all, amazing independent living places. They're yeah. great. Those are great. Especially yeah. like, I mean, Florida has what the villages and they also have Margaritaville and they have all, and I know here where I live, there are tons and, and that's great for community and, yes. and, and health. Um, what I'm talking about is the actual nursing home. Home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because the other is what can keep you in touch, mm-hmm. you know, without the responsibilities of owning a whole home. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And all that stuff. Yeah. Bad enough when you're our age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let alone when you get older. But, um, yeah. So talk to me a little bit more about um, the pharmaceutical side. Because I think that's one of those things where where so many people, um, well, my doctor prescribed it, and that means it came from God, right? <laughs> <laughs> ask yes. questions. I mean, I really ask questions because just because you were prescribed something, so you remember modern medicine has a problem. And then they're going to fix it with the medication or that's what we expect. If you don't go to the doctor and they don't hand you a prescription, yeah. you feel like you've been gypped and we have to get out of that mindset to say, okay, it's okay that I wasn't prescribed an antibiotic this time, or I was okay. I wasn't prescribed something because even if most, most people I know, if they're giving like a diabetes or hypertension, pre-diabetes, hypertension or high cholesterol, a lot of people I know and people who've come to me as clients say, my doctor said I have three months to get my numbers back or they're going to put me on X, Y, Z. And that's what we'll work on, which I love that the doctor is giving them an option, not just saying, let me write the prescription. Here you go. Go pay for it, mm-hmm. you know, at the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then when, especially when I used <clears throat> to work retail, it was kind of, it was, 
I don't know what this is, but my doctor says I have to take it. Oh, God, no, no, no. Never leave, <laughs> never leave the, the, the doctor's office without knowing the name of the medication and what it does. Yes. And what are the negative side effects? What are the negative side effects? Of? And then is this something I got to be on for the rest of my life? Is this something that I can get off of? Is this something that if I change my lifestyle right. that, that I can, that, that I can decrease or, or eliminate? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you need to ask all those questions because they're not, they're so busy. They're not going to get to it. You have to be your own self-advocate. You yeah. really do. And there, and I say I'm a, a pharmacist who's not for medication. Is there a purpose for medication? There absolutely is a purpose for medication. Mm-hmm. But if we can prevent or if we can reverse with right. food, with fitness, why don't we go with that route first Medication mm-hmm. second, because mm-hmm. once you take one medication, there are side effects. You might have to take another medication because of those side effects. And then it's what's called polypharmacy, which means that you're on a uh-huh. lot of medications. Back when I first started consulting a long time ago, most people were on eight medications. <gasps> now, oh now, now people come in 25, 30 medications. <gasps> oh my God. Really? That's How can they the, even keep it, keep track of it? Exactly. That's the, <laughs> that is the norm. That is the norm. Wow. And and it's because you maybe start out with high blood pressure or cholesterol, Mm -hmm. and then it goes into high blood pressure. So now you got another medication. You might have two or three for high blood pressure. Now you're Mm -hmm. on diabetes. Now you may have prediabetes or diabetes. So now you're looking at two, three, four medications for that. Chronic illnesses. So you have chronic inflammation. More than likely, you're going to have more arthritis than somebody else. So okay, now we're on something for pain and, right, and, right, and other right. inflammation. So maybe that's causing and you're your not going to be exercising not because be exercising. you don't feel well. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, it, all that stuff works against your gut microbiome. And then now your stomach doesn't feel good. So now you're on stomach medication. So it's just, you know, it's one thing after another. And so now you're not eating right. So now you're on all these supplements, a multivitamin and iron pill that may cause constipation. So now you're on laxatives to see how it kind of goes, affects and goes affects. But if we stopped it at the point where it said, where the doctor said, you have high blood pressure or you have prediabetes and we start working with whoever, whether it be me or somebody else. And we, and we start fueling our body the way it needs to and moving and getting muscle. And we don't have to go on those medications and go on more and more medications. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, isn't, mm-hmm. isn't that awesome? Isn't that what we really, really want? Because yeah. I I know it seems easier sometimes to take a pill, but then when that pill becomes two, three, four, five, six, up to 25, that's not easy. Where, where you need a chart. Yeah. You know when what you're supposed to be taking, taking when. when. Yeah. Right. And I've seen people with those. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, we see a lot of depression, we see a lot of anxiety in I over bet. 50. And where we once again, if we're feeding our body real food, ultra processed foods actually mm-hmm. increase anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. We see mm-hmm. it all the time. It actually increases higher weight, increases your chance of diabetes, in- increases sure. your chance, what's called metabolic syndrome, increases chronic yep. fatigue, chronic or, or chronic fatigue and chronic, il- chronic, chronic fatigue. illness yeah. and chronic inflammation. So all mm-hmm. these things are being linked to ultra processed foods. 
And I have several chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia clients who, once we start getting rid of that, does, does that mean that they're cured? No, but we have put them in a state where they're not getting those flare-ups. It's under control. And they can live and they feel so much better. And when the, when they do get the flare-ups, they're not as intense. So it doesn't take them out of their life. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. It's just, it, 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 sometimes that sounds simple. It's just by eating and moving, no. but that yeah, is, right. <laughs> but, but it seems, but it, but some people in, and I understand why it seems so hard sometimes because there is so much information out there. There is so much conflicting information out there. You see this program, you know, you'll see this program says this, oh, and this yeah. program says this, and, and, and I should eat less, move more, which does not work. We all know that or maybe don't, but it does not work. So let me say that again, eat less, move more does not work. Our, our bodies don't it's work more that and way. More. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, and, and it's what you eat that counts. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not, you can have 1200 calories worth of Snickers bars and crap, or you can have 1200 calories of fruits, vegetables, meats, grains, protein, yeah. Right. And, and feel amazing. Your body sees yeah. the difference. And I, and I love when doctors say, Oh, but it's calories. It doesn't make a difference. Your body doesn't function on crap. Your body functions no. on minerals on what's called macronutrients, micronutrients, macronutrients mm. being your fat, your carbs, your protein, your, and your micronutrients being your vitamins and minerals. Your body needs that for all the chemical reactions that occur. Right. Yep. If you're not fueling your body with the right kind of fuel, if you have a Ferrari, you're not going to put regular gas in it. It's not going to work. You have a diesel. You can't put regular gas in it. So why we think we can put crap in our body and expect it to run like a Ferrari is not, it makes no sense. Well, and especially if you put on top of that, right, when you do hit 50, not not on the day of, obviously. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it seems that way, though. <laughs> well, that's true. That's yeah. true. But it's been coming for a little while. It's been coming, yeah. Um, but it, um, your body cannot necessarily take advantage of the foods as well as when you're 30 years old, right? It can't break it down and and use it, and that's why it's even more important to be knowledgeable and aware of what it is you're putting in your mouth. Absolutely. Especially as we age, we actually need more protein. And I always get pushback on this because, oh, but my kidneys or this. No, unless you have a kidney disease problem, then, then, then then that's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that's absolutely, that's totally different. But if you are right now, okay, and you don't have any other issues, then we absolutely need more protein because we, it's mm-hmm. true. We don't break it down as well as we did in our twenties and thirties. So mm-hmm. we need it and we need it to build the muscle. We need it for okay. our metabolism. We need it for the chemical reactions in our body so mm-hmm. that, you know, it, what I see a lot of times in my nursing homes, in my patients, nursing homes, a lot of times they're admitted due to low protein. And when you yes. have low protein, yes. now we're looking at wounds that don't heal. So could you, if you have a mm-hmm. sore that's not healing a lot, try to add some protein and also go see your doctor so that we can yeah. see what's going on. But that's a big indication of, of wound healing is how much protein that you're, that's you're taking into your system. 
Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and and you know, I think even a lot of younger people end up with anemia and all these kinds of of problems and don't even realize it, and it's because they are staying away from the protein. Yeah, and we're well, and we're also seeing with younger people just because of the amount of processed foods in their diet, we're seeing cancers, especially colon mm. cancer. We're seeing that a lot Ooh. in forty and younger now. Where that, wow. that I mean, think about that our never... colon. No, our colon screen used to be fifty and above. I had my first one. Yeah, right. Yeah, because me too. Of, because of COVID, not too long ago, it was you know yeah. not fun, but very very necessary. But you know, that was, it was 50. Now they've moved it to 45 because of the amount of younger people they're seeing with colon cancer. But what they're seeing though, is younger than 40. And it is being directly related to our ultra processed foods, not getting fiber. Fiber is huge. We should be getting at least least 25 25 grams per day, at least 25 grams per day. Most people get less than 10. Wow. Because ultra processed food, convenience food does not have fiber. Yeah, no, that's true. That's so if true. you're not eating yeah. your avocados, yeah. your nuts, your fruits that has, if you know, salads, apples, salads broccoli, kale, yeah. spinach, yeah. if you're not um, oatmeal, rice, um, brown rice, if you're not eating these things that have fiber in them and you're going uh-huh. for through the drive through, or just yeah. eating sandwiches yeah. and or chips. Or eating cereal, or cereal out of a box. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, <laughs> and, and it could say fiber fortified, but if it's still a bunch of sugar, it's not going to yeah. make a difference. So yeah. yeah. It's like eating cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> absolutely. So if we're not getting our, our fiber, that's, that's another issue. And fiber also helps when we talk about the gut microbiome, which is almost considered your yes. second brain. And what I mean by gut microbiome is oh, yeah. all that. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that good bacteria is necessary, yes. is necessary. Yes. And good bacteria needs fuel also. And it gets that fuel from fiber, from whole foods, which is real food. It does not do well with ultra processed foods or sugar or artificial foods. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so if you're doing the, I'm going fat free, well, fat free is a lot of chemicals, lots of chemicals, Yeah. convenience food, ultra processed food, additives, sugar, chemicals, all of that kind of wipes your gut microbiome, all that good bacteria. Yeah. to cause other disease states, chronic, chronic inflammation, possibly Alzheimer's. We're finding a lot of information lately about yeah. Alzheimer's and how it is affected with our, with our diets and how we move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they, some of the things I've read as well, the microbiome is actually the brain. Yeah. Your it's brain called the second is brain. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, or, no, I understand that, but they're saying that yeah. actually that's, Mm-hmm. where your real brain stuff happens mm-hmm. and the other is actually your second brain. <laughs> because the way the kind microbiome, the way the microbiome works, how it breaks down the food, the chemicals, yeah. the enzymes. Yes. yes. And feeds and, and hormones and hormones that mm-hmm. get released. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask you about next. Yes. Yeah. It, t- it tells, <laughs> it tells the brain how mm-hmm. to process or how not to process. That's right. And if we don't have those microbiome enzymes, hormones working, things get all 
crazy and backed up yeah. or not working or signals get crossed or signals That's don't right. get, get delivered in the first place. And, and, and yes, this may be very technical, but once again, what's it come down to? It comes down to eating real food. That's what it comes down to. All these Hello. things that your, your body is yes. telling you what it needs yes. and how it needs to work. And it says, Hey, feed me real food. Yeah. So you don't even have to get into all the chemistry and all, which is up to me is just fascinating. You don't even get into all yeah, of that. Yeah, no, no, exactly. But if, yeah. if you want to reduce inflammation, if you want to reduce disease states, if you want to try to reverse disease states, or if you even just want to feel better, you start eating real food. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's, does it take some time? Does it take some practice? It does. You, you, baby steps. I always tell people baby steps when I t- coach my clients. We start on a six week program. Everything's a little baby steps. I try to make them from what's called a sugar burner into a fat burner. And so that mm. we can build muscle mm. and it's baby steps because you don't want to, I always call it analysis paralysis. I you throw too much at you. You kind yeah. of, bo- oh, you, yeah. you, you, you kind of bottleneck and just like, Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. It's just so much. And Where's my brain- energy bar? Right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> I want the easy stuff. Where's Amazon prime when I need it. Right. I want my, I want my body in Amazon prime or I want my health in Amazon prime. Yeah. If you go baby steps and you works a little bit every day, one of my favorite authors, um, atomic habits, um, by James clear talks mm-hmm. about just getting better by 1% every day. Yes. Not, not jumping all in and going, hundred percent never work because perfection doesn't work. And that's the other thing is to realize that you're going for progress to realize that we're not meant to be perfect, but if we show up every day, just a little bit better every day, that progress Mm -hmm. will add Mm -hmm. up. And then once, Mm -hmm. once you know, it's your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you know how to do this. And all of a sudden you wake up in the morning and you don't even have to think about it anymore because it's now become your lifestyle. That's right. That's right. It just takes, it takes practice and it just takes, I don't like motivation. I just say consistency because motivation comes and goes. Motivation is great. December 31st into January 1st. Motivation is great. (laughs) By January 21st, it's gone. Life has happened. It's usually less than that. It's usually less than that. But around January 14th, 15th is when people say, "Eh, Uh nah, I'm done. But if you work on consistency and you work on getting better every day, then that is what will get you going. Motivation will come and go. You'll have these great kind of wins. I call, I call for my, we call them non-scale victories. And mm-hmm. it could be one of my clients today uh, messaged me and said, oh, his non-scale victory was down the belt loop. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Another, another one was like, I have way more energy than I ever have. And those non-scale victories will keep you going. And those non-scale victories will keep that motivation, but you'll know that every single day you show up every single day, you had a little bit more, a little bit more consistency. You'll get better and better and better. And then it's a lifestyle. It's, it's, it's the way you are into how you identify with yourself now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes too, you know, not everybody can eat, right? all foods be yeah. they good or bad yeah you know i mean personally i have a whole lot of allergies but you do your best and and, and oh, yeah 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 and, no and, but, but all yeah. i'm saying is is that if you don't realize you're ha- you have allergies 
Yes. Sometimes you can eat something and you feel like, and yeah. And you need to listen to your body. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And it's not because you're eating health. It's not, not because you've changed your diet to be healthfully. It's that your body is telling, you no, that's not something that you should be putting in your mouth. Right. And if for my clients, cause I have some people with allergies, but I start everybody Mm -hmm. dairy and gluten. I try, I take dairy and gluten out of everybody's. Exactly. Yeah. And first the reason, oh yeah, the majority. first thing, the first thing is the majority. And the reason I take dairy and gluten out is because they are very, very, very much inflammatory. And what most people don't realize, because uh, I also do genetics, I'm a functional um, genetic practitioner, ah, okay. is that 90% of the people that I have seen genetics, including myself, have some kind of gluten intolerance, not necessarily celiac. But there's a gluten, yeah, but there's a gluten intolerance. And a lot of times you don't realize is that you go to a party, you eat something, you're like, oh, why is my stomach so bad? Or joints are flared up or Or you get the runs, runs, or you have a migraine the next day. Oh, it must've been the alcohol, but it may not have been the alcohol. It could have been what you ate. And Mm -hmm. I get a lot of pushback on that. Like, what do you mean I have to give up this? What do you mean? Six weeks. Let's see what happens for the six weeks. After six weeks, we can add some of it back in and see what goes on. 90% of my clients will have something that happens, whether they go out and they have gluten, usually mm. not about 50% dairy, but most of it's gluten. We'll go out, have something. Oh, you know what? It's, I've, I've been good, good for the six weeks instead of looking at it as a journey, but I'm going to try and see what happens. And then I'll get a text message the next day going, Oh my gosh, Amy, you were, you were right. I'm like, right about what I had this bun last night. And, yeah. yeah. And I don't look at it. And I never say it's cheated. I said, you had a learning experience. No, no, no. Yeah. I it's know. like, it's, a, it's like, yeah. so how did at that point it's a learning yeah. experience. I'm like, so how did no. that make you feel? Oh, I feel horrible. Oh, I have a headache or my joints are aching. I, I haven't felt this way since before the program. And I'm like, Hmm. So what does that tell you? I never yeah. want to feel this way again. And I'm like, well, see, and, but you didn't realize that was the problem until you took it away. And, and yeah, so you have to, you have to listen to your body and understand that sometimes you don't know what you don't know and understand that once, yeah, you can try this, but don't keep forcing it. If you're like, Oh, that's not right. I, I, I know I'm okay. I know I'm okay. So, so I know I'm okay with gluten and then do it again and do it again. And then before you know it, you're not feeling good again, where Uh if you listen to your body and your body's telling you exactly what it wants, it tells you exactly what it doesn't want. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. And that does not mean that gluten-free cookies, gluten-free baked goods, gluten-free this, because just like uh, probably since we're all over our fifties, we all remember snack wells back in the day. And uh, that, that was actually after me, but yeah. Okay. So <laughs> snack wells back in the eighties when we all went fat free for a while. And so uh, okay. everything was fat free. Everything was fat free salad dressing, fat free snacks, fat free yeah. this, and it was all yeah. chemicals yeah. and guess what happened to our waistlines? We all got bigger diet industry, the nutrition industry, the food industry is smart and they want to make money. They're not in it for your health. They're in it to make the almighty dollar. So you will see gluten-free Oreos. You will see 
I love when the stuff is. It's funny how something that never had gluten in it before now is gluten free. But you'll see everything that looks yeah, like gluten free. Like a piece of fruit, right? Yeah. yeah, right? It's like gluten free this, gluten free. So it's funny how you'll see that. But understand that just because it says gluten free doesn't mean it's healthy. It's still a processed food. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're to replace that with something that is a real food. It's a treat and I am all for treats because if we, if we tell ourselves we can't have treats, we want it even more. Yes. yes. It's, it's, just, we'll it's, it's the two-year-old in us. It's like someone tells us, no, we're like, uh, then you, then it, you can't get it out of your mind. So treats are fine. Treats are great. You just have to be able to plan them. Mm-hmm. And enjoy them. And I'm, I'm, I'm for someone, if you're going to have a treat, let's have a good one. Let's not make it a gluten-free Oreo. Let's make it something, let's make it something good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bridge Bake Off. I love, um, Prue who says, if it's, if it's not, if it's not worth the calories, it's not worth it. And it's in, and she has a thing. If it's, if it doesn't uh-huh. taste good, why are you even right. bothering with it? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can even find some, some healthy chocolate or, you know, oh, yeah. dark sort of chocolate. There's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's out there with very yeah. little sugar, if any sugar in it at all, or coconut sugar or whatever. Well, and even, but once you start mm-hmm. eating real food, it's amazing how blueberries taste like candy, how bananas mm-hmm. are sweeter and strawberries oh my God, are yeah. just, especially when they're in season and cherries and we just got yeah. some mangoes and the mangoes are just, uh, they're just bursting with flavor. Yeah. But when you get rid of the chemicals, when you get rid of the added sugar, the processed food, all of a sudden your taste buds explode and things that you really couldn't taste before all of a sudden you're tasting is like, this is amazing. This tastes like candy. This tastes so sweet. I'm yeah. tasting all the flavors and that's just from getting rid of all those chemicals and all the other mm-hmm. crap that you don't yeah. need. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <sighs> well, on that note, I think you summarized <laughs> everything that we talked about, which is perfect, perfect timing. Um, and um, so um, let everyone know where is the best place to find you. And then I will also put that in the show notes. The best place is actually my website and it is okay. amykwilson.com. And, and like you said before, oh, I have a very, very popular name. And so it's A-M-Y-K-W-I-L-S-O-N. I had to put my initial, middle initial in there because you would be surprised at how many Amy Wilsons are out there. What can I say? There's a lot of Wilsons, period. I think there's a right? lot of Wilsons, That's a popular period. name. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of Wilsons, period. And Amy is a very popular name from my age group. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much for coming on. I will close by saying what I always say, which is that neither of us are doctors, and this is not to be seen as medical advice. And with that. I will be seeing everybody next week. 
This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.